Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey everybody, welcome to our YouTube channel. Always love bringing these videos to your attention. And this is a video that you guys asked me to do. I'm going to do it. It's going to be the comparing of the maintenance of an electric vehicle compared to a combustible vehicle. If you want to learn what I found out, you sit right there. Hey everybody, Glenn Tompkins, Senior Instructor here at VectorVest. Always love bringing these videos to your attention. Uh, if you're brand new to the channel, by all means, please, first off, hit the subscribe button and then hit the bell icon so that you'll be alerted when new videos like this come out. And if you like the content, hit the like button. But most of all, I'd really like to know your input. Now, a disclaimer, my job here is not to sway you over to electric vehicles in any way, shape, form, or fashion, but this is some information to help you to make a better informed decision on what you want to do, especially knowing where gas prices are right now. So first thing we're going to do is get right into the program. And why am I looking at EVs? Because I made a video recently that stated that these stocks or these companies or these cars are really starting to be seriously talked about at family tables right now at home, really thinking about how do I get over this, this big gas thing? Thing that's going on right now and not paying the money for, you know, the, the, the rising gas prices. So people are really having a, a deep down conversation at homes in regards to this. But there's some pros and there's some cons. The biggest pro or actually the biggest con is that these vehicles are so much more expensive than a combustible vehicle. Well, I did a video recently that showed that the prices on these vehicles are coming down and not that far off from a combustible vehicle. Well, it's going to still take some time to really get down to those combustible prices. And is combustible cars going to go away or engine cars going to go away? Uh, I doubt it very seriously, but there is a push for cleaner air. I buy uh, these electric vehicles and uh, what they can do, how far they can go. And more and more cars are coming out that can go further. There's been legislation putting out money to individual states. I did a video on that as well to increase their uh, charging infrastructure across the country. So given these couple of things, I really want you to pay attention to this video all the way through, and maybe you'll get a better perspective. Now, when I look at these vehicles, I've got a watch list that I created here full of 35 stocks, which are clean energy EVs. These are all electric vehicle manufacturers. And we all know that Tesla is the big boy in here. But look at that Ford is in here. Um, energy, yes, I just shouted you out. Vicinity Motors is on here. And this is being sorted by our indicator relative value, the stocks that have the best 
upside potential over the next one to three years of being able to outperform the market. And you see that these are pretty hefty RV values. These companies have great potential to the upside to outperforming the market. They all, with the exception of Cooper Standard, have positive earnings and are growing their earnings in double-digit clips of at least 20% or more per year. Notice that a couple of these stocks are sell recommendations. That's fine. Remember, right now I'm looking at a growth potential in these companies, especially with what's going on in the current market's condition with gas. All right, let's go out to some, um, let's start off this way. I did some pros and cons, and I'm probably going to take my camera off a second. I did some pros and cons on the difference between uh, the cost of driving a gas car compared to electric uh, electric car. But I wanted to see pros and cons. On the pro side, no gas. You can charge at home or on the road, and supercharges are inexpensive and are really growing rapidly all over the place. You can go to a restaurant, and they have charging. You go to a hotel and stay for the night, they have charging. You go to a football game, and they have in their parking lots charging for those as well. So charging is becoming readily available for electric motor cars. You can get a tax credit for EVs, and the average cent, uh, cents uh, per kilowatt to charge. It's about seven cents per kilowatt. This is primarily during off-peak hours at late at night while you're sleeping, which is way cheaper than gas. Batteries are rated for 100,000 miles, which is under warranty. And that's a big thing, too, that batteries cost a lot. Well, they're rated for 100,000 miles. Now, also keep in mind, less moving parts than the combustible engine should automatically equal less maintenance. And battery packs last for 10 years, and I'm still looking into that. I know it's out there. I really want to hone in on that to really get a better feel for 10 years. That's a long time, all right? Uh, cons. How much do we drive? Because how much we drive compares to how much we have to charge the vehicles. The more just like your phone, you get some battery degradation as you continually charge. And there's a there's a thing out there I've been looking at. Your your average charge should be somewhere between 20 and 80% to keep down on battery degradation could be uh, costly to install a charger at home. It's one thing you get a charger, but it still has to be installed, right? Now, this is big. Heat and cold will definitely affect the charge. So if you live in really hot states or really cold states, that will definitely affect uh, your ability to keep your car charged. Now, the other side is on the combustible cars. There's a lot more moving parts, which then uh, increases your total cost of maintenance. And this is the other part of it, though. Cars are expensive, but currently coming down in price. All right. So I think I'm going to come back to this slide in a moment. Let's go out. And let's take a look at some of the news, some information that I got in regards to this. What does it take to maintain a vehicle? Some of these stories are older stories. I was trying to find more updated stories, but I still think that they accommodate for what we're doing right now. It's a lot less with a conventionally powered me, uh, model. That's for sure. Though electrical vehicles may still cost more to purchase than uh, their conventionally uh, powered counterparts, they're generally cheaper to keep running via affordable home charging. Electrical vehicles also save their owners cash on ongoing basis by lower long-term maintenance costs. 
lower. So now if I've got less moving parts, I should have less maintenance on the car. The biggest maintenance on electric car, of course, is going to be the batteries. But if they're under warranty for 100,000 miles, I think the warranties right now are set up at about eight years, 100,000 miles. Man, that's a lot. And as long as you're within that warranty, you should be able to replace that battery. Uh, that's because EVs eliminate over two, uh, two dozen mechanical components that would normally require periodic service. So I think that when people say, man, it costs a lot more to maintain an electric car, they take that out of the equation. There's a lot less parts. It's one electric vehicle, a lot less parts. So it's going to be lesser maintenance. All right. How about this? Consumer Reports study finds electric vehicles maintenance costs are 50% lower than a gas-powered car. Uh, EVs lower lifetime maintenance costs and lower costs overall compared to comparable uh, gas-powered vehicles. Uh, the cost savings of an EV ownership are only expected to increase with new models and battery cost reductions. We're not there yet. I totally understand that. We're not there yet, but we're getting to a point where we are getting there. Tesla just released a lower dollar car to keep it comparable to the combustible car. Uh, it doesn't have nearly as much uh, range. It's got about 300 miles worth of range, but Tesla and and as Ford and GM and all of these other companies get out there, what else are they doing to lower down the prices of the vehicles? They're making gigafactories. Tesla's got a gigafactory in Germany. Uh, Lucid's got a gigafactory or building a gigafactory in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Volkswagen is building a gigafactory somewhere. I saw a story. But these companies are building bigger facilities to facilitate producing more cars, thus bringing the price of these vehicles down. So, right, they're still more expensive, but the prices are coming down. And if the maintenance is lower, it may be an offset to the higher price of the electric vehicles. All right, let's see this. Charging electric vehicles costs versus gas costs annually. And this was back in 2020. Guess what? When gas was less expensive, right? When gas was less expensive, this still shows that charging vehicles costs are less than gas vehicle costs. As I'm going down, I want to see, said something about the bottom line. The bottom line, currently electric vehicles are more expensive than conventional gas-powered cars. Even though the average EV price is decreasing over time, I got new lips today. We won't see them at the same price range as their gas-powered counterparts for at least a few years. So that's real. That's real, but the prices are starting to come down. And even if you have to pay a little bit more for an electric vehicle, the maintenance costs will be a lot less. And that may definitely be an offset to paying more money for the EV. Despite this, Owning an EV might still be a nice deal financially for you due to its cheaper long-term costs, fuel included. In fact, you could even save more money going for an EV if you take the possible tax credit incentive into account. All right. So now, a little. I had to do a little bit of math. You're going to see that in a second. I hate math. 
Good gravy, I hate math. But how many miles per gallon does the average car get? I needed that because I had to do this math. The average car gets about 20 miles. Don't expect to attain 20 miles per gallon overall with a non-hybrid. And most offer less than 30 miles per gallon on the highway. I needed that information so that I can do the math that you're going to get ready to see in a minute. Next thing, um, gas prices. Well, I live here in North Carolina, and I wanted to see what the average gas prices were so I could do some calculations in regards to the cost, uh, the cost of putting gas in a car compared to uh, the electric, right? So uh, just real quick, if any of you live in North Carolina, Pitt County, $3.85. I live in Mooresville, Iredell. It's $4.06. So I use where I lived as the price of gas across the, uh, the North Carolinas. The average price is trading at $4.24. And in North Carolina, we're a little less than the average. And it is what it is, sitting at $4.02. All right. Now, the electric versus gas car's cost of ownership, remember this, over time, and compared three cars that were on the same level of price. Price, I believe the Toyota RAV4, the Tesla Model 3, and the BM, uh, BMW 3 Series. That's a great car. It's a great car. But the cost of ownership over time, man, this was over 25 years. The Tesla just beat out the RAV4 by just a little bit over that 25-year time period, all right? And here's the costs of the car with the BMW being the most expensive. And when I say that the pricing of the electric vehicles are coming down, the Tesla model is $110,000. You say, man, that's a lot of money. Absolutely, it is a lot of money. Uh, so that's what is that going to include? More upfront costs when buying the car, probably a higher car payment, depending on how much money you put down on the car. But again, if you can take into effect the cost of charging versus the cost of gas, um, it could be an offset or the cost of maintenance compared to buying a gas car. It could be um, very, could be a good thing. Could be. All right. And last but not least, everybody always says that the biggest thing about the maintenance of an electric car is the cost of the battery. Well, so I pulled up this story and I looked at the cost of these batteries. It was like, holy smokies, that's a lot of dough. But then I went down and read the story. Replacement ranges from zero to $20,000 based on a dozen factors. Now, this is the key part of it. If a battery is within its manufacturer warranty, typically eight years, and 100,000 miles, then you should get a replacement battery at no cost. Now, as I read this story, battery replacements are still rare and up-to-date data on cost can be difficult to find. Ta-da! So it costs a lot to replace the battery if it's out of warranty. But notice that the story says that the replacement of batteries is rare. These batteries are rated for a long time. And as you drive these cars, folks, you're going to get battery degradation. But within eight years or 100,000 miles, um, you can get a brand new battery at no charge. All right. That's what the story says. I'm not telling you that. That's what the story says. That's what the research brings to the table and the reason why I wanted you to make sure that you watch this video. All right, so now 
Let's go back to this slide. I did a little bit of math. So gas cost to drive. Let's say you wanted to drive about thousand uh, thousand miles per month. I don't know, you know, I I I listen, I drive a lot. I gotta go to practice, I gotta go to church, I got I drive a lot. So a thousand, you know, that's fifty-two thousand miles a year. Uh sorry, uh, that's twelve thousand miles per uh, per year. I think that that's, that makes sense. I think the majority of American people drive about that, 12 to 15,000 miles a year. So let's talk about that. 14-gallon tank, you know, 14 to 16. I use a 14-gallon tank unless I'm driving my uh, excursion. That's a 40-gallon tank. That's a 40-gallon tank. But a typical car, typical little people car. You know, the little car, oh, you guys drive about 14-gallon tank. Right now in North Carolina, I'm using the gas price of $4.02 per gallon on that $14 or 14 gallon tank, about $56 to fill up currently. All right. 20 miles per gallon city times 14, about 300 miles per tank and fill up three times, just over three times for a thousand uh, miles gives you a cost of about $168.86 to drive about 1,000 miles. But wait a minute. What if you drive a lot of city, a lot of highway miles? Well, you get about, I'm going to average out about 26 miles per gallon highway. That's probably a really good number. All right, for a lot of you, that's probably a really good number. You know what I get miles per gallon in my excursion? 12.9 miles per gallon. All right. So I'm giving a good good number of 26 miles per gallon on that 14 gallon tank, about 364 miles per tank. You got to fill up just under three times to get a thousand miles. I'm going to average it out to about $150 to drive 1000 miles. So miles driven per month, 1000 uh, 1000 miles on an electric car. All right. About 13 cents on average per kilowatt rate, uh, averages out to about $133 per month. That's a little less. That's even less than the, the, the highway miles one. All right, so if you can do that per month uh, compared to uh, the gas, you're saving yourself money there. But then the other side of it is that you're saving your money on the other movable parts that are in a combustible engine that are not in an electric vehicle that you don't always have to, you know, you talk about an alternator and you talk about the water pump and you talk about this, that, and you don't have to change all. You don't have to do an all change every 3,000 miles. So just think about that, all right? So um, as I look into this, all right, that's the end of that part. As I look back into this, like I said, my goal here wasn't to get you to change your mind, it was designed to give you what you needed to make a better decision. I don't know if I looked at this, but if I look at, I got my 35 stocks in here. What is it doing? Let's go look at that. This is this watch list of 35 stocks and what's going on. When I say that the conversations are being had about people moving over to electric vehicles, I ain't just whistling Dixie. All right. It's happening, but you need to know what you're going up against before you make that decision. And again, my job is not to sway you. My job is to give you the information that's needed so that you can make a better informed decision, especially with what's going on with gas prices the way that they are right now. 
So folks, hopefully you enjoyed the video. If you have comments, whether you liked it or not, I want to know what you think about this whole EV space. All right. I still think that it's going to have some great upside potential. The stocks are going to have a great upside potential. Um, and even from the perspective of actually thinking about owning one, now you've got some more information to look at. All right, folks, this video is over. And until the next time, see ya. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.